Newton's Nuggets. Hello everyone, I'm Paul Newton and you're back for another Newton's Nugget show. Um, you're back listening to some dodgy magician with a bald head and a grey trilby and his mate Jesse. Say hello Jesse. Hello Jesse. We're back for another Newton's Nuggets. I don't know why you listen to this, I don't know why you watch us, but I am really grateful that you do. So thank you very much and enjoy the show. Newton's Nuggets. And welcome to Newton's Nuggets. You're back with Paul and Jesse. Say hello, Jesse. Hello, Jesse. You know, Jesse, I'm going to do that gag every single episode, right? Absolutely. As long as you understand, because I find it funny. It's just going to keep going. <laughs> Nobody else is finding it funny, Paul. No, no, it's just, it's, that's for an audience of one. And it's the bloke that's this side of the camera. <laughs> okay. Um, so, today's Newton's Nuggets. Newton's Nuggets has changed quite a lot recently. Um, today's Newton's Nuggets is a bit of a catch-up between me and Jesse. It's a bit of a chat. Uh, we go over some of the things that we've done over the last few weeks. We go over some of the people we've met over the last few weeks. And hopefully we'll even chat about some of the things that are in the future. Uh, we do have a subject, and every time we have one of these, we think this is going to be a one in every four weeks chat. Uh, we're going to go across the subject. Um, so, we're going to have a quick catch-up. Between us, two friends having a chat. First of all, should we go for a word from our sponsors now? Yeah, let's do it. Awesome. Jesse said we're allowed. Let's go. Just want to say a quick thank you to Forest Edge Solicitors. They're based down in Ringwood, uh, but they cover all of the UK. Uh, they help with personal matters. They help with business matters. Uh, they're open around you, really. So if you need to get to see them outside of working hours, give them a call. They do also do a free initial consultation with absolutely no charges and they don't watch the clock when they're doing it. I know this for a fact because they've helped out some of my friends. They do small disputes all the way up to large court hearings. If you need legal advice, if you need legal help, please get an expert involved. And that's forestedgesolicitors.co.uk. Um, I'm just going to, do we have their phone? Their phone number is 01425 208 418. Mention Paul Newton. You can even mention Newton's Nuggets. You can mention Jesse if you want. That would really freak them out. Just say that we said hello and we hope they're all right. They are lovely. Okay, so, Jesse, what have you been up to, bud? Um, loads. I've been working on uh, Newton's Nuggets, obviously, last few weeks. We've had uh, quite a few interviews going on, so... It's been quite a good, fun few weeks meeting lots of your friends and acquaintances and just getting to to know them and hearing some interesting stories, really. You're starting to realise how weird all of my friends actually are, aren't you? Well, I thought I was going to be a one-off, but actually we're all as nuts as each other, so, you know. I think it's, fun. It, it's, um, it, it's a prerequisite of knowing me. Um, to know me and keep in touch, you have to be a little bit nuts. <laughs> um, but, but yeah, so you, you're fitting in well, mate. They all love you to bits. Um, so, <laughs> so for everyone that's watching this, you guys will have now seen three episodes of Newton's Nuggets that we filmed. But we've already filmed six in total. So I think the three that you guys have seen were with Matt Sterling, with Keith Blakemore Noble, and with Sass Hunter. And they're all lovely people. They are all very talented and all very special in their own little way. 
Uh, one of them is is a trained stuntman, so he could kick my backside if I said anything nasty. Um, one of them could hypnotise me if I said anything nasty. And Sass just has a look that scares me. <laughs> so I'd never say anything nasty about any of them, but they're all lovely. Um, so we're still on lockdown. I mean, things have been lifted a little bit, but what have you done in the time other than Newton's Nuggets? I know Newton's Nuggets is the most important thing to you, but what else have you been up to? Um, so I tried to set fire to my wife. That was fun. <laughs> I will now put up the photos from when I tried to set fire to my wife. Ladies and gents, please do not try this at home. We are not saying this is a good thing to try and set to your wife, your partner, your husband, your boyfriend, your girlfriend, or any spell, yeah. or any siblings, or any kids. Don't, don't, don't set fire to them, please. Don't You've got to remember that my wife is a Harry Potter expert, uh, which is why she managed to set fire to me. So I'll put that photo up as well. I thought you were going to go with your wife is a trained paramedic who knows how to take care of people. But no, you went for Harry Potter enthusiast. No, expert. I said expert. Expert. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He will be very, very strong on that point. See, everyone thinks that I do weird things. Yeah, yeah. Everyone thinks that I get in trouble. It's not me. It's the bad influences I have. <laughs> Um, I, I would like to point out, Jesse, that you still haven't sent me the recipe for the, for the flaming bubbles. Um, it did look awesome. It did look awesome. Yeah, we, uh, I've had quite a lot of people uh, mention that they wanted to do photo shoots doing something similar, uh, and I've very much got some ideas for you as well. So, well, we enough, yeah, be... I've, I've got ideas with flame stuff too. <laughs> I've had loads of ideas of how to set you on fire, Paul. When um, when Kat saw the pictures, uh, the first thing was she looked at me and went, you want to have a go, don't you? And I was like, yeah, yeah, I do, yeah. And then she went, <laughs> you wear an old suit. There was, there was no worry about my health, my concern. She's more concerned about my suits. Yeah. Well, we have the unique sort of position where the NHS is kind of free to us, Paul. Suits cost a lot of money. I think she's been dealing with you too much as well, because she also said, I'm sure you've got a load of episodes filmed in advance. <laughs> yes, she is quite right. <laughs> I reckon between her and your wife, they're sat there figuring out how much recovery time I need. <laughs> I'll be fine. What could possibly go wrong? Yeah, yeah, true. Um, you know, some things we've been up to. Uh, the eagle-eyed of you will notice the walls have been painted. Uh, the office is starting to be usable and workable. And the the screw that Jesse really, really hated a lot is just there. Or you can see now, it's a tiny little blemish. Tiny little blemish. That's it. And I'm going to leave that time. You're doing all of this. I'm going to cut all of that out of the frame so they won't see what you're pointing at. Yeah, yeah. Those, 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 those just, if you cut it right, actually, they, will, they won't even see my hand lift up. They won't no. see my hand lift up to it. And they'll be going, he's just saying random words now. Which kind of describes the whole show. Mm. Hmm. 
So on. So what have you been up to, Paul? You've been busy? Fixing the office up, doing stuff on Zoom, figuring out how to do mind reading stuff, weirdly, for people in America. Blimey. Yeah. Um, so the downside to being locked down for me was that I couldn't interact with people. So doing mind reading and stuff like that is really difficult. Uh, the upside is it's forced me to figure out ways to do all this stuff online and through Zoom chats, messenger chats and, and uh, other products are available. <laughs> you know, um, but yeah, it's been fun actually. And I can now get four or five meetings done in a day quite easily. Because all I have to do is walk down the garden to my office. Yeah. Because not long ago, I'd have people saying, oh, can you come and see us in this city, in this town? And it'd be a whole day out for one meeting. So, which leads me on to one of the things that I uh, know you've been doing, which I thought you'd probably bring up, which is the online wedding fairs. Ah, that was just awesome. So I did an online wedding fair with uh, Simon Clark and Sam Savage, who are both based in Hampshire and Dorset. Um, yeah, it was weird because literally just sat there in an online world on my own for a bit. And then all of a sudden loads of brides and grooms were thrown into a room similar to the one we're chatting in now. And, and I'd have a chat with them and I'd do some magic for them and I'd talk about their weddings. And, do you know what? It was just really refreshing to talk to people that are planning an event. Um, yeah. Really looking forward to it, mate, as well. It's, I think we're turning a, a, a very weird corner because everyone's still trying to be careful. Yeah. But I can see light at the end of the tunnel now. The thing with the wedding fairs for me that's that, that struck me with it is that you think a bit like if you went to an, an, any ordinary exhibition, there'd be a lot of things like freebies and stuff like that. But whenever you go to a wedding fair, you don't get any of that really. There's no, like even things like wedding cake and stuff like that, you, it's not like there's loads of tasters, it's all about what it looks like, etc. Because you worry about the flavours and things at a later date. Yeah. Once you pick the supplier who can make something that's beautiful that you, that you want the aesthetic of. And, and horribly, as a supplier that's done quite a few wedding fairs, you can always tell the people who are there just to nick the cake. Yeah. And but if you're a couple who are looking to book things for your wedding, actually then to go to drive down and park up somewhere, to walk around, to do all of this, the wedding fair, it's quite a lot of effort. You know, you're talking, essentially it's your whole day. Yeah. Whereas this, feels like you're getting the face-to-face -face with the supplier which is the really if you're booking is the number one thing yeah you get that face-to-face -face, but you're not um it's not taking up your whole day you can probably see all the suppliers in less than an hour without any travel time yeah yeah it, it's brilliant i i swear more grooms were involved than normal yeah, I'm sure. Sometimes you get a lot of brides who are excited about all the different things and colours and prettiness and what they want. Whereas for this one, almost every couple was a couple. The groom was there and, yeah. and engaging and they were talking. And there was one, um, and, and this, uh, this was brilliant. He was happily telling me that he sat there reading his newspaper, chatting to suppliers and cooking on the barbecue. <laughs> 
<laughs> Brilliant. Yeah. Sounds good to me. This is it. He was happily fully engaged with everything that was going on while he was cooking him and his fiance their afternoon lunch. It, it was brilliant. He was chuffed as anything. He's like, you have no idea. This is just so much easier. So yeah. I, I think I think there's going to be quite a few of those popping up. Um, but it, we'll try and find the link and, and put a link on if anyone wants to come along and pretend they're a couple just to see me do some magic. Um, <laughs> you want to talk about the Nuggets subject today? Yes, that's So, uh, Jesse and I always try and come up with a Nuggets subject, and I'll be blatantly honest with you, a lot of the times it's Jesse that thinks of them, not me. Uh, it, when we were setting studios together, it was lovely because we'd literally have a pad of paper out and we'd talk about what we've gone through that week, what's happened, what businesses have come to us with ideas or questions, and we'd use those to make the nuggets. Things have changed now, and that's a bit different. So it's now up to us and any questions that get sent in. Jesse posed a subject to me that I don't know if he knows how much involvement I've had in this in the past. I know he knows I've had a business along these lines, but I didn't actually touch, didn't you? No. I've had one of these businesses. Um, and the subject is MLM, or multi-level marketing, or network marketing, or some some companies call it relationship marketing. What's that all about? What? And it's a form of selling to people that you know and bypassing the shops. Now, when Jesse came up with this subject, I thought, oh, that's actually going to be quite an interesting one, because I know quite a bit on that subject. I've even helped train people within these industries. Now my views on MLMs is they're like accountants there are some amazing ones and there are some atrocious ones one of the rules for me personally whenever I look at an MLM or network marketing company is you need to be able to earn money from it without recruiting all of your friends and family to be in your team now I'm really strict on that because the fact is if I can open a business and just sell to strangers and they will happily keep buying then it's a real business if however I have to recruit 50 people into the business for me to earn a penny it's not okay and you have to watch yourself because some of these companies that come in from different countries all start up as brand new promise the world and they come and do it um, unfortunately, a couple of years ago, one of the MLMs that I honestly believe and know was true to its word and really good to all of its people, it, it, it tanked a couple of years ago. Uh, it got bought out and ripped to pieces. I can't say the company name because those people are very rich and they were probably soon to play heaven. Um, <laughs> and, and yeah, that one was well-priced products that would fight with normal shops on pricing. Um, and if you sold enough of it, you've earned a good kickback as well. That's fine, in a way. What I don't like is companies that try and sell some magic pill that can't do what it says, and you need to recruit 150 of your mates to earn £10. My first real introduction to this was there was a, a friend of mine became 
uh, rep for a kitchen, mostly kitchen and cooking products um, company, and hey. there, and was basically doing parties for that of that company and basically selling these products. Now, okay, that, that person one is... One I was involved in then, because there would have been no parties. Okay. So this this one was... I'm just going to say it, because if you want me to afterwards, I can just beep it. So he... Okay. Um, I don't know that one well enough to comment. So the, the things that struck me was... And I, to be honest, you don't really have an issue because they closed down their UK operations about two year, two or three years ago. How long um, did they run for? Sorry? How long did they run for? Oh, years, decades. Really? So they still run, just not in this country. They just weren't profitable in the UK. Okay. And so they're very big in America. And I think they've got maybe Germany or somewhere like that has, has quite a lot. But basically, the thing that struck me with it was there were a few things. Firstly, the number of times, because I went to a few of their parties, um, they did a great job. They they have a really big, what I will, you know, some people are so social people and they have a big friends base and they're always staying in touch with everyone and all of this. Yeah. He was one of those sorts of people. Um, so, and he also got involved fairly quickly. So... I don't, the thing I find with a lot of these things is you hear about someone being a consultant for something and then after about two years you hear about loads of people being a consultant for something. Yes. So that was one of the things that I was going to address is with all of these things, you can, if if you've been hearing about it for several years, you're much less likely to do well because everybody's already got people that they buy all their stuff from. Yeah. Um, so, and actually, if you get involved early, you the likelihood is, although it's not necessarily a requirement, there is normally a recruitment part of these things, whether it's a requirement or not. So, what tends to happen is whoever was the person who did it in the first place, as it was, you know, nobody had really heard of it, um, they do quite well because even if they lose a load of their customers to other people, those other people are possibly working for them anyway, in some respect. Yes. It's a tough one, mate, but do you know what? The, the rules on mental theft are very similar with buying any kind of business. It's all very well to trust it, but you need to verify all the information they're giving you. Yeah, You know, I, I try and teach people that with mental theft. If somebody calls you up and they want your bank details, you can trust them and be nice, but you need to check up on them. Yeah. Um, and so you do need to... People get involved with these things because a friend of theirs said, oh, this is a great thing. But you've got to be really careful that the experience is very different because they might have been very successful out of it. And... But there's a lot of factors to it. How early they adopted it, how much time they've got. A friend of mine is a body shop consultant. Now, the body shop products, great. Like them, they're not 
what I would call, so the thing with like they were expensive versions of products that you could get elsewhere. And you, and as a customer, the thing I always felt was that you ended up buying things that you would never really buy normally, but you're at somebody's party and you know they're trying to make, make a successful party and make some money. So you yeah. buy rubbish that you didn't really want. Um, We're going to end up with so many beeps on this, it's unbelievable. But yeah, probably. Um, but with the the thing I found with the with the body shop stuff is actually my friend, she works really really hard. So I know she's had a few of her own businesses, but with body shop they've clearly given her a lot of help and training um, and advice on how to market, how to do it, etc. They have some they have some rules as well, um, but she does an amazing job and she provides a great service. And she's also she it's all based around her just constantly putting out great marketing content she's basically doing great marketing she's not trying to push products on you but when we do want something we go oh yeah let's go to her and go and buy buy you know i want some nice hand washes for the the kitchen i'll go to her and get some body shop ones yeah and they're not they're not inflated prices that this is a really good point if you're buying stuff that you would buy anyway at a price that you are happy with there is a very high likelihood you'll buy it from your mate rather than from a supermarket yeah and why not but the thing with me was well i did a, i went to a few parties and then we bought some of the stuff and some of it was very good don't get me wrong but past that you never need to rebuy yeah and i was just like well if i go to another party again i'm just going for some free food i'm not really there for the point of the party yeah. whereas i know with the way that the body shop one has worked i know that i'll always see the marketing because that person would constantly does great marketing stuff and it's engaging and i get involved and when i want that product i'll go and buy it yeah yeah but the thing is to remember is the same rule applies is she got involved a couple of years ago and won and nowadays like everybody's got one or two options already to be a body if i want a body shop product i've got one or two people that i could potentially go to um and actually if i struggled there's three or four probably i could i could just ask people and there would be hundreds of them so actually, if you wanted to join now as a body shop consultant, it's very difficult for you. You're essentially stealing body shop customers from other body shop people. And it, you're less likely to make that money. And the, and the other thing is, it's not a quick buck. No, no. There's you know, one in the UK that, that actually I have quite a lot of respect for that sells utilities. So right. gas phone bill, broadband, all of that stuff. Um, yeah. And I like their model because the way it works is they encourage their distributors to try and get just a few new clients every month. And and they give them a bonus on getting a client and then an ongoing percentage fee of that client's bills. Right. And they start out with saying, this isn't quick hit yeah you know in a few years time you could have a residual income that beats your income but 
this is not a quick fix. Yeah. And I like that because that is something that I have to pay for and buy every single month. And I'm not going to argue. But the thing is there is what, what they're essentially doing. And I, I guess really, even with the body shop stuff, the, the mentality is a little bit like going to a mortgage advisor. Essentially, they're training people to be those advisors for those products. Yeah. And and actually, you go, you don't mind going to them and trusting them, etc. And you know, my mortgage advisor, everybody in the area knows her, um, and she gets everywhere. And you trust her, and you have no issue with her being a voice in the community. And if that's the styles that the company goes for, that's great. But likewise, I know somebody else who, um, and I can't name the product because I don't even know what it's called because it just switched me off straight away. But it's that thing of recruit, 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 and then you have to recruit like six more people and then teach them to recruit more. And actually it then starts becoming, and I'm, hes I'm careful to use this phrase, but a lot of people talk about these multi-level marketings like they're, um, like their pyramid schemes and they can yeah. very much become like that and so they're not they're not pyramid schemes which is why they're legal and why they operate but yeah, especially in the UK they can very fun. much be bad tasting in mouth yeah yeah and and I've seen I've seen MLM companies that have come in from other countries and come into the UK and they are so close to pyramid schemes it's ridiculous yeah and then i see other companies it, it's like i said earlier they can be brilliant like accountants you can have a brilliant one you can have a rubbish one i see some mlms that are absolutely brilliant that people don't even look at because they just go oh, it's a pyramid it's just not gonna work um, but seriously even with your mortgage advisor it comes down to the same thing check them out yeah as much as you can i think that's the thing with these things is essentially you've not you've got to not think of it as a quick buck thing it is a career and if you've not got the time to invest in something like this then you probably should leave it well alone yeah if you've got the time if you've not got the time to even research it you probably should leave it alone you need to be researching it like you would be going to a new job or a new career path. You need to really think about, is it worth investing? Because most of these things require you to put some money in upfront. Um, and then is it worth then spending the time and the effort? Can you spend that time? You know, my friend who does the body shop, she does several hour live shows a day. Um, you know, really? between, yeah, one to three live shows a day. She does um, posting every day, two or three posts a day probably, um, whether that's fun stuff, selling products, random things, um, a bit about her, whatever. There's lo It's constant, you know, you're talking hours of work every day and that's without even the bit of sorting out the orders, putting forms through, processing it. And then you've got to remember as well that technically this is all a business thing. So at some point you're going to need to involve sorting out tax from the profits that you're making out of this and run it. 
you you are you're not employed by these companies you are technically self-employed so self-employed as a business self-employed and set yourself up properly yeah there's accountancy involved with that you know this is all you've got to really think of this as i'm setting up myself as a self-employed business owner yeah. um, and that has lots of effects on your tax of your household to everything basically and that's that's another warning signal to me if if i see a for want of better description a sales pitch on the business and they just try, start trying to sell you the fancy cars and and the free holidays one of the questions i would always ask is what's the tax implications now if they yeah. saying things like oh don't worry about that that yeah no no um i will worry about that because yeah. that's something that can get you in a lot of trouble i would even say that a good thing i'm i'm always you know me i'm a super skeptic of everything uh, noise the hell out of my wife um but basically i'm having a friend that's a magician it'll annoy you so much <laughs> <laughs> um but i basically i would go as far as to try and interrogate google to find out if something is bad so if you've got one and so i'm going to say this for a fact that i know that um i know that being a body shop consultant isn't a pyramid scheme but if i if they were new and i didn't know much about them and i was interested in becoming a body shop consultant my thought would be i would google is being a body shop consultant a pyramid scheme and see what people say about it see what the negatives are there's normally art news articles and things like that about it google the mlms understand what's involved um don't just go on all my friends made a load of money out of this maybe i can too because you're not necessarily seeing how much effort there is not that long ago and I, i'm not going to even try and say the company's name because they did get in a lot of trouble but a scheme went around of people donating envelopes of cash and and you would then find four friends that would also donate and they would find four friends that would also donate and then they'd find four friends that would also donate and then once it got to like four or five steps down the person there collected all that money from the four or five steps down now that yeah. is a latent pyramid scheme. There are yeah. no products. There is no no product shipped. There is no valuable going to, to an end user. Nothing. That is a horrendous pyramid scheme. Because if you look at that structure, when you run out of people, there, there's a lot of money has been given away. Yeah. And that's just horrendous. Um, and that's why in the UK at least, the, the, the rules on them are so strict that if, if any company goes outside the rules, they will just get shut down. Um, but yeah, please, 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 if you yeah. be careful, check them out, stick with the old motto that I've stolen from other US presidents, trust but verify. Check them out as much as you can, okay? And yeah. if they're a good company, they won't mind you checking them out. If they're a rubbish company, no. they'll try and pressure you into starting really quick. The the last thing I would say with it as well is that you need to consider that essentially what you're doing, 
is becoming a sales rep to sell to your friends and family. These things do not rely on you becoming rich by selling to the whole world. They rely on you selling to people that you know. Um, most of these things are based around, you know, those conversations, private groups, um, parties, etc. It requires you gathering together your friends and family and selling, basically selling at your friends and family. Yeah. And that's why I said about the marketing and the style and whether it, if it's very marketing heavy, it's that's fine. Because actually I'm not too bothered about that. My friend who sells body shop stuff, she doesn't bother me with all the posters that she puts out. But when it comes to somebody hounding you to go to a party or another thing, or you should get involved with this, or you need to think about this, or this is really good. It becomes an obsession because you're, it's your job, it's your world. But actually, you know, if I try to talk about my work to all of my friends and family constantly, they'd tell me to shut up and go away. Yeah. But I'm not selling to them, so that doesn't bother me. But if they were my customers, essentially your friends and family are your customers in this case, it puts tension on those relationships potentially. So you need yeah. to be really careful about what you're getting involved with and understand what that means. Now, you, so the thing you touched on there, it's a really good point. And the company that I did very well with, um, we didn't have to sell to our friends or family. It was uh, right. catalogued door to door basics where you'd put it in the door and collect it the next day. And if they wanted to order, they'd just put it on the order form. Um, and I worked out very quickly. At the time, right. I had no work going on. And somebody told me the ratio for how many catalogs you pick up to how many orders come in. And I worked out the retail wholesale difference worked out what I needed to earn and I just went that's all right that means I need to do this many catalogs every single month and I can earn a good income yeah I, I loved that one but it ticked all the boxes I didn't have to recruit people I did recruit eventually when people were coming to me about it um, yeah I didn't have to sell to friends and family weirdly within six months loads of my friends and family were buying from me because they were like you're still doing that so yeah, and some, I've got friends really who, who are very good at it. Yeah, yeah. I, I and and I don't. I have to stop the door. You know, I'm not saying the door. Yeah, I can hear. That's fine. Okay. <laughs> Sammy, shut up. Love you, Sammy. <laughs> Poor little dog. Um, yeah, I'm. So th I think that's an important point to stress: is that we're not saying don't do it. It's just more, I think people need to be aware of what these things are and really look into it. They are not just, I can do a little bit of something on the side. The likelihood is if you're going to just dabble in something like this, you're probably not going to do very well out of it. Yeah, yeah. And that's where you get a lot of people who say these things don't work. It's because they bought yeah. into it. They don't do the work. And then they go, well, it didn't work, did it? yeah but i've got friends who do it as a full-time job and it's fine they're very successful yeah um one of my mates does the utilities one full-time and he's well he, i know he's left his job because of it yeah you know, he can tell you exactly what he's going to earn for the next three months yeah, yeah definitely it's weird times please don't just jump on anyone that's out there hold on that sounded worse yeah. than it was meant to 
<laughs> I think it's good advice. Yeah, it still stands. It really does. Yeah. Um, just subject a bit iffy. No. <laughs> Social distancing. Social distancing. You can't be doing that. Not right now. Oh. <laughs> um, yeah. Don't don't jump into any MLM just because somebody tells you they made five grand bonus. Newton's nuggets. I'm, I'm looking at my list of what we promised we would talk about now. Um, so we've got the the last three weeks of Newton's nuggets. Um, in one sentence, Matthew Sterling. What do you think? What an absolute legend. I mean, loads of people have watched that video. Um, went nuts, didn't it? Yeah. He's he's one of those people who is what I would call properly famous, but not really um, a name on everybody's lips all the time necessarily, but he's been in so much more than most actors. Yeah. Um, and well and worth Definitely not he's a such diva. a nice bloke. Don't be a diva. You don't have to be a diva. No. Keith Blakemore Noble. I love. Oh, Jam- I love Keith. I love Jam- like it. Um Even so, he's got one of those voices that you just go. Uh... <laughs> yeah. I'm calm now. I'm calm. Oh, you were about to tear that tree out of the ground. Yeah, I'm good. I'm alright. <laughs> um, do, do you like my mate? Keith? Really interesting as well. Yeah. Really is. Yeah, really interesting guy. Um, and Sass. Uh, compared to the last two, different compared to them. Very different, but I thought she had so much to give in that. Um, it, she was just somebody that I could listen to talking all the time. She's just so much life experience, so much knowledge going on there. Uh, the whole subject, things about the teaching. I would, you know, I was thinking about all of my friends and family who are teaching from home now that aren't used to it and how much um, applied to them. Um, it was just, I could think of all my sales and marketing type people that I know who... Who need to help. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and when we when we decided to go for this change, Jesse, how to change the nuggets up from being just me and you, to we're going to bring in people that are interested. One of the things yeah. we said is we wanted to be people that we could chat with for two or three hours and we'd still be interested. Yeah. And I honestly think all three absolutely nailed it. I really do. I, we've had trouble keeping those episodes within the 40 minutes. Yeah. And we've had to kick ourselves to do it yeah uh, didn't one of them go over i think uh, yeah i think one of them went over and and it was kind of a d- decision between the two of us of stop we, we, <laughs> we just had to go with it yeah it was a long episode but mate it was worth it yeah and we've got some more great great people coming up so as of next week um yeah we have do you do, do you want me to list them we've got a yeah, go for it James Brown, one of my buddies, one of the best magicians ever. And just saying, he was lovely to me throughout the whole interview. He was really nice to me. When a magician <laughs> comes on and is really nice to a fellow magician, I have more <laughs> for them. I have more He's love. also 
he's also got one of those voices like you can see why he does um he does all of the uh, mental side of things and uh, hypnosis and stuff like that because he was just talking and I was like, oh, I'm zoning out here. I'm just going into a state of hypnosis, just listening to it. Get into a nice, comfortable place. <laughs> and, and yeah, he does. And and then, then, we, then we've got Sam Pierce. Uh, Sam Pierce, who is not yeah. a, a worldwide, you know, a household name. But I, I think she's going to be she's going to be known by almost every business leader in the world at some point because her knowledge yeah. and books and publishing and people and how to do it, mate, that girl is just a whirlwind. Really? And it's something that that I'd never until I'd heard her speak, I'd never really considered it as something that businesses should do. And having watched that, you know, just being part of that interview, I'm like, why aren't everybody doing this? Yeah. This is such a good investment. And then I remember me and you having a chat. When I booked her, me and you had a chat and you went, so what does she do? And I tried to explain it and you went, oh, she's this. And I was like, no, no, no. Because she does this, 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 this. Oh, she's this. No, because she does this, 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 this. And you were just like, let's yeah. do, we'll do the interview. I'll get it. Afterwards, you were like, okay. Okay, I get it. Okay. Yeah. That was lovely. Just to see you go, yeah, right. She knows her stuff. Yeah. Oh, she does massively. And then, then, and then, I booked another magician. We've already recorded this. Um, he was mean to me. Throughout I loved him. He was shut up. For this, for this bit, can we just go to me? We, we don't need you talking. We don't need you involved in this bit because I know you now have a bit of a man crush on Damien, sir. Okay? Just shh. Don't book Damien, sir. It's really annoying. And he's not very nice to bald magicians who wear drawers. It's nice to everyone else, though, so it's fine. <laughs> is, that, is that love for Damien? Yeah. Nothing. So bringing this back to something that people actually want to watch. Yeah, go on then. As a reminder, <laughs> so from Why? about... Why? We've never done that before. <laughs> <laughs> as a reminder, from about 3.30, 4 o'clock on a Wednesday afternoon, so... Uh, the idea is that if you are travelling to and from work, at some point people will be our guests. Um, it's a perfect time to download just before the drive home. Um, there will be the podcast version. So the podcast is the audio of the podcast going out every week. Available um, on your favourite podcast app. Yeah. It, it, it really is. But, uh, to name quite a few, but uh, the the two that I'm really proud of are um, Spotify. We're on Spotify, <laughs> on Spotify. And, and iTunes. I mean, how did that happen? <laughs> how are you and I on those two platforms? You're gonna find us out, Jesse. At some point, they're just gonna go. It's some weird bald magician in a trolley and his gorgeous mate with the lockdown beard. And they're gonna kick us off. 
Are you starting to go for the Viking look? <laughs> I'm hoping so. What was that guy that we said? The the guy that did swam the length of the UK, wrote and ran it and then cycled it. Oh, name's gone. Name's gone. But actually, you know what? You're starting to have a bit of the um. Uh, Aquaman. Aquaman look. Yeah. Well, I mean, it would be good if we could. Um... Okay, now you can probably hear my dog in the background. Yay, Luna! Yeah. Um, yeah. Is this the bit uh, where we can show that picture that I stole of you off Facebook? Oh, yeah. So, what, the Jason Momoa one? That's him. That's the one. Yeah. Well, Jen's always had a bit of a thing for him, so, you know. Oh. Well, um, and, uh, my iPad has just stopped recording because it said it's too full. Uh, what am I going to do about that? I wouldn't worry too much. I got you here. It's fine. Yeah? Yeah. Mate, the amount of times that I've broken technology for you, I'm sorry. I'm, I still keep looking at where the <laughs> camera is. As, I'm sorry, Jesse. Um, <laughs> go and work with Damien Sir instead. I don't blame you. Be yeah, well, at least he's technical. Uh, yeah, so um, the other th the other one we were like we were laughing at is we watched. Um, I think it was one of the Avengers uh, Infinity War, Avengers Infinity War. Oh, Captain America! And, yeah, Captain America comes back from uh, from being sort of in the middle of nowhere, and he's got the long hair and the beard, and we were like. He styled himself on me. <laughs> Perfect. That is your new look, mate. I, I think that's what you need to do. Yeah. I, I have a feeling you'd have a very happy wife. Change is always good, isn't it, Paul? <laughs> I don't know. See, if my wife suddenly liked full-haired men, I'm in trouble. You'd be in trouble. Yeah. Thankfully, she doesn't. <laughs> so what else was there? Right. Well, I think so we, we we interrupted on the podcast there. So podcast is half three to four o'clock on a Wednesday, followed by half five. The video is now going out on YouTube rather than Facebook. And that's going to be full episodes of podcast and of, of video on YouTube. We're putting the yeah. episodes on those two platforms. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Cool. And we will probably put snippets on social media different places, but we've found that more people are watching it via YouTube, so that's where we've gone with it. Um, and it didn't make sense to keep posting it to several different places. So we will share a link to it uh, as it goes out. Um, but yeah, the place to go is to YouTube, follow us, share, follow Paul's um, uh, YouTube channel and uh, you'll see everything everywhere. If you just search Nuisance Nuggets anywhere, you will basically find the videos. Yeah. And what we'll try and do, like Jesse said, I'll try to, on all social media, ping out when things are available and what platforms they're available on. And if we can, I'll even ping out links so you can get directly to them. So whether yeah. it's Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, we'll try and cover all of them. But it is just us two, okay? We're trying to do everything. Uh, we're hopefully going to have one of our team members back soon as well, and she can cover some of this too. 
Um, Jesse, anything else you want to say? Have we covered everything off our lists? Uh, just a quick one, just to say, um, if you are interested in being on Newton's Nuggets, then give me or Paul a shout. Um, if you've got something interesting to say and just want to be involved with the chat, that's great. We would love to have you on. Um, as you can see, we've got a backlog of three or four weeks worth, um, but in that time we will be recording with people and put, getting more out. So if you want to be included with those recording sessions, then give us a shout. Awesome. Mate, thank you very much as always, Jesse. Jesse, you're lovely. Please don't leave me for Damien. I promise to double your wage. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, ladies and gents, Thank you so much for coming to see Noon's Nuggets. Um, I think we're going to have time just to go to a quick sponsor message, which should appear any second now. Forest Edge Legal Solicitors, they are brilliant. And welcome back to us. Uh, thank you very much to our sponsors. Uh, we've got some interesting things coming up soon. Mental Theft, the book should be happening. We're going to be starting a crowdfunder thing for that imminently. We're going to try and get that up and running. Uh, Jesse, anything else I've forgotten? No. Just, uh, if you want to be uh, a sponsor of the show, we're getting a lot of people seeing us and we're, we're shouting about the people who sponsor us quite a lot. So if you want to be a sponsor of Mental Theft, Newton's Nuggets, etc., um, then get in touch. I, uh, one of our recent sponsors told me about some business that came through purely because people heard about them through Newton's Nuggets, which is just weird and awesome all at the same time <laughs> so yeah if you want to give us a shout it's going to be part of the crowdfunding project as well ladies and gents thank you so much for listening to a bald magician in his trilby and his mate with the lockdown beard we will see you again soon have a great day bye-bye newton's